Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Oh, I might be a little bit ahead. That's okay. I can, I can. Not that it matters, thanks to your editing skills. I can fix that on the back end. <laughs> That's what they all say. Fix it on the back end. Um, Brooke. Bridget. Hey. Hi. It's good to see your face. It's so good to see your face. I feel like I haven't seen you or slash. <gasps> Ooh, the screen to you. flipped. Oh yeah, and sc- you look great in that color. <laughs> Thanks. I gasped. Um, but yes, finish what you were saying. Well, Please now you me. are. I will tell you that you are frozen to me now. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, It's like less fun, but I can hear you fine. So I guess. OK, we could just well, we'll pray I come back. I'll pray you come back. Oh, there you are. You're back. <laughs> Look at that. Prayer works. Wow. Prayer. Everyone, you heard it here first. <laughs> so um, <laughs> how you doing? Um, I'm good. A lot has happened since the last time we did the podcast. Um, I have Please a, tell me. I have a car now. God, things move fast in LA. <laughs> I, things move, things, it's like a speed. You have a Mazda one week. <laughs> you got a Ford the next. Um, she's really cute. She's a small, a Ford EcoSport. And I was telling my dad, I sort of feel like a teenager that just had a baby because I was just like unprepared to have a car that's mine. And I'm like, now I have all these expensive expenses I wasn't having before. Oh, yo, um, yeah. I'm a single parent of, so her name is Bruce. Oh, perfect. I love, I love a, a gender swapped name because traditionally gender swapped name. She definitely is a girl car, but she looks like a little shark. So I named she, she yeah she's also Bruce just feels really right I love Bruce has a certain elegance to it too you know well my foster car was Barnaby uh-huh um Barnaby and, and Bruce sounds like a circus <laughs> well Barnaby's what brought me to Ford and then shout out to Marco at Sunrise Ford if you're in the LA area and you are looking to get a car and you don't happen to want a Ford um go see Marco at Sunrise Ford because he is the greatest man alive <laughs> Marco at Sunrise Ford, uh, another thing you heard here first, folks. <laughs> Keep coming. Um, but I, I have to go. You know what this means, though, Bridget? Tell me. I have to go get a California ID at the DMV. <gasps> Brooke. <laughs> I know. Wow. I am committed. Is that so you can register it properly? Yeah, or something. I don't really understand the law. <laughs> that is a commitment. I'm, like, about to be a California resident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the The world truly just works in mysterious ways, you know? I'm just like, yoy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm like here, I guess. But I can't wait to pick you up. Oh, am I? We'll talk <gasps> about that. Bridget's oh, coming to I'll visit I'll meet Bruce me. so oh, soon. You're going to get to, you're going to fucking 
get to know Bruce. Fucking fuck Bruce. (laughs) Don't fuck Bruce. I won't. I love to be a passenger in the front seat of a car. So I'm ready. I mean, I also love driving. I just mean like that's a, I like that co-pilot slot. Mm -hmm. It's cozy. Yeah. Um, What about you? How's jujitsu, my little ninja? Oh, it's really good. Uh, it's so good. Um, there were um, two women doing their first class on Wednesday, yesterday, mm-hmm. and the, the teacher who was teaching came up to me beforehand and was like, hey, would you pair up with one of them? Like, would you mind if I put her with you? And then a different teacher who had just been watching during gave me my stripe afterwards and was like, you got another you stripe? Yeah, I get one every class. Well, the so the red stripes are take longer to earn. I get a black stripe every class. Yeah, you're it's a very, black I, belt. <laughs> yeah. Not for years, baby. Oh, um, I think about it. <laughs> I do too now, weirdly, abstractly, but I'm definitely like gonna take this wherever I can. Um, it jujitsu is your yoga. Bridget's gonna be a jujitsu teacher so. in like a year. Stop it job it it's it's really fun and gratifying to do something new and cool and also jujitsu keeps popping up everywhere in my life which is exciting mm. like sex fun. in the city a great exactly segue. <laughs> it's that thing where you be- just become like aware of something and then suddenly it's like revealed to you in the world it's so interesting i feel like everyone in new york like knew i had a podcast and so now people will be like oh what are you doing and i'm like oh i'm going to record my podcast and they're like you have a podcast what? and yeah. i'm just like i don't Hold know it bat. feels very la to be like hey my name is Brooke and i have a podcast <laughs> so i'm letting it be like i mean a, a it also felt surprise. very new york when you were here you know it goes but both ways sure 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 the la podcast vibe is different though than the New York podcast vibe. I'll grant you that. Um, Vibes. Hi, Bridget. Hi, Brooke. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Splat, Splat, the podcast, (laughs) where me, Brooke, and me, Bridget, talk about sex sex in in the the city, city, 10 years younger, and 20 years later. It's um, almost getting, it's getting time, kids. Uh, yeah we're like the countdown is on the clock is ticking the the tick tick boom is <laughs> what's happening here the you're tick, welcome tick, boom um it's- so y- yeah things are happening also i can th- you can sort of see things like heading towards a wrap-up in some ways which is interesting like knowing it's coming, I can kind of see the beginnings of pieces. You guys for sure in this episode. Next week. Next week, guys. Next week it's fucking splat, baby. It's splat. So we have one more freaking episode until we get to our namesake. Namesake. Thank you. I'm really pumped. I mean, that it could even be a bad episode, and I would still be pumped. Yeah. It's just I'm sorry that we haven't had any guests for you, my sweet friends. I just have to tell you, it's hard to do this podcast long distance. And adding is. a third element in would be super Not impossible. Horrible. But maybe when Bridget comes to L.A., we will facilitate a guest moment. Yeah. Um, we... Uh, yeah, we like to tell you things are going to happen and, and sometimes they do. So maybe you'll get lucky. <laughs> we will record while I'm there though, whichever episode we're on. 
headphones are coming with me yeah, in the bag. In the bag. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, baby. So this episode is called The Cold, the Cold War. War. And not only I wonder is what that it might be about. a joke about <laughs> Russia, but it's also about cold weather. <laughs> Ooh, and that's going to come up over and over. <laughs> oh, she sings now, too. <laughs> it's like I don't oh, even I've know my own sung. wife. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, you know me better than anybody. Long distance is so hard. I know. Can't wait to close the gap. Close the gap. Ugh, if you thought our um, content was bad in Disney World, just you wait. <laughs> bad? How could that ever be bad? You're right. Um, so shall we dive into episode 17 of season uh, six of the show uh, Sex and uh, the City? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. We open on A the guest starring Willie Garson <laughs> uh, title, which I'm always happy to see. There is canoodling happening in the corner of a restaurant. Carrie, oh, that's his hand. I was like, Carrie's yeah. <laughs> neck is so veiny. <laughs> yes. So uh, the Russian has his hand down around Carrie's neck and down the front of her shirt. And he's just like mashing his face into her and saying sweet nothings in this corner booth of a very nice restaurant. And three people come in, his assistant and a painter who he introduces, who... It's funny because Petrovsky calls him um, the most, the, the best or the most famous painter in New York, something. And the p- painter leans forward and says, I won't be paying for lunch. And the editor of a magazine and this guy who is really hot with a beanie and looks very scary when he takes it off. Oh, yeah, that's the assistant. I think that's um, that's uh, Petrovsky's assistant. I'm pretty sure. Lee. Lee. He has quite the neck tattoo. The, quite the little ascot. Mm-hmm. And they're basically, they haven't so, seen. So, yeah, Petrovsky, <laughs> he has a show coming up in Paris, which you can tell from Carrie's face is brand new information to her. She keeps and getting she, blindsided by Paris. And she learns truly. And she, no wonder she never travels abroad. So, um, she also learns that... Uh, he hasn't had a show in six years. So these other people are very excited about his show. And uh, the the woman, the editor, who's very haughty and has teeny, teeny little reading glasses on. tiniest glasses. And she's sort of like, Petrovsky tells them that Carrie's a writer and she's like, oh, for the Times. And Carrie's like, the New York Star, which is (laughs) embarrassing. She kind of walks her through this whole series where the woman asks her like the most... You know, the best, like, oh, you write novels? And Carrie has to say, like, no, a column. And then she says, oh, for the New York Times. And It's very sweet because Petrovsky's, like, very proud of her and, and he loves and her. And he pulls a, ma- a newspaper open and reads a little bit from Carrie's column. And everyone else at the table laughs and the woman just kind of looks at her. But the woman also asks her what his art looks like, like what his show is going to look like. And Carrie is kind of like, well, I haven't seen it. You know, which is sets up, sets up the war. Sets up the war. Cut Charlotte to has Charlotte bonded with prancing around Elizabeth, with Elizabeth Taylor. Taylor, and Mario they are Cantone both is walking, and it's a very beautiful dog. So naturally, Charlotte is getting a lot of attention on the street. 
Mario Cantona is wearing an excellent jacket. Uh, and Charlotte is walking with her arm straight out and like holding the leash neck up a la Westminster. But it's definitely, you know. she's actually not hold. I doubt she's actually walking a dog. <laughs> no, not a chance. Uh, over in Brooklyn. Oh, well, so Charlotte is saying that she wants to put uh, the dog, Elizabeth Taylor, back in Into shows. dog shows because she thinks the only reason she wasn't succeeding is because her mom didn't believe in her, her previous mother. And Mario Cantone is pointing out that like seven people have stopped them to exclaim over how cute the dog is. So yeah. Charlotte is like, I'm going to be a pageant mom. <laughs> now, over in Brooklyn... You know, Brooklyn, Miranda problem. Steve comes over and hugs her, but has like the most like, let's make sweat stains on his chest. Dampness on his uh-huh. shirt. Yes. And sh- and Miranda's unhappy because she had to walk from the train and her heels. And she asks if Steve has put her DSL line in <laughs> yet, which he hasn't. Because he, he's like fixing up a lot of the house by himself. Handy yeah. man that he is. And the tattletale comes in. The equivalent of like. A sweet or or worse, I would say, even uh, like gossip magazine comes in and Miranda's like, oh, I no longer can hear anything you're saying because I am reading this. And Steve was <laughs> like, I can't believe you read that dribble. She's like, it's my thing. Uh, I she's she has a line that she says, I forget, but she repeats it to Charlotte later. So we will circle back, folks. <laughs> So we cut to my favorite Stanford wearing a fuzzy pink beret. A fuzzy pink beret and he enters a diner and it's bustling and hustling and hustling and bustling. And they see Jared. And over at the star table, he is with Marcus, Jared. his boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And they walk over and you're like, because he's like, oh, that's Samantha's friend. And you're like, why is this man sitting with a woman who's not Samantha? And as Stanford says, hi, do you remember us? We're... Uh, we're Samantha's friend. And Samantha turns Sam- around and goes, oh, I hear she's a lovely woman. <laughs> it's her in a wig, of course. And a fan comes over and asks to take a photo. And Marcus, who was talking about how beautiful Smith Jarrett is as they, before when he, like, as they were walking over to the table, like snuggles into him a little bit. And you're like, that's kind of weird, at least specific. And of course, indeed, it becomes a major plot point. <laughs> Um, in bed it cut to bed Carrie oh my god uh, wait, I was Petrovsky. talking to people about I'm gonna I'm just pausing it really quick yeah I was talking to people about sex in the city the other day because I went yeah. to a sag mixer with my friend Omar who is in sag I however am not yet yet she says aggressively into the microphone um and we were talking to someone, and finally I mentioned that I have a podcast, which I was like, oh, that's something interesting about me that I could have brought up earlier. And we were talking about Sex in the City, and I was like, you know, this time around, like, I see why Alexander Petrovsky is considered sexy. And they were like, ew, no. And I was like, I don't know. And I just want to say that he's hot. Yeah. I mean, I, I've told, I've, I have been <laughs> open about that from the beginning. I think their chemistry is some of the most natural of any pairing on this show, honestly. Yeah. And I think it's because he's like, he just like does his thing. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. So I they're in bed and he's just, just kind of like. I don't know if y'all can hear, but Fred the cat is yelling at me right now. Chirping. Chirping. <laughs> he's hangry. 
so they're in bed. Petrovsky is uh, keeping her there, basically, because she was about to get up. And he's like, no, I want you to stay here. And she's like, I need you to tell me things. And she's like, he's like, what do you mean? I tell you things. And she's like, so I don't have to sit in a restaurant with like a mouth open face. She makes, she does a really silly, exaggerated, like what, what, what face? Wow. Fred. Fred. Is chatting. I, don't I think he's trying to impart a very important message. Just come here. No, he's fucking stretching. And Carrie's basically like, <laughs> okay, again, she's slept in a bra again. Although um, this one, at like, least it looks lacy. Like okay, okay. Lady. That one's like, yeah, you're right. That It's better. So I saw the straps and got upset. You know how I feel about Carrie and her bras. It doesn't make any and sense. And she's basically like, okay, if you're not going to talk to me, then I'm going to get out of bed. And he is like, no, 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 no. It's cold out there. It's sh- warm in here. <laughs> Baby, it's cold outside, but Russian version. And she... Is like, but I have people to be meeting. And he's like, no. And then it cut to her three friends meeting without her. And this wig on Samantha is not my favorite. Charlotte is like, why would you read that? She goes, I love it. It's my thing. Sorry. She, she Miranda pulls out her tattletale and Charlotte's like, why are you reading that? She says, I love it. It's my thing. Let it go. Which is what she said to Smith. And amen. <laughs> that is that is the mood. Uh, but basically, Miranda is like, um, bad news. So Smith is in this and uh, this says he's gay. And Samantha, <laughs> who's wearing an incredible cropped blonde wig, is like, oh, please, that's not an issue. He looks good in this photo. And if the rumors are that he's gay, that means he's truly a star now. <laughs> that's like, such a great outlook on life, Miss Samantha. I know. She really is chilling. Well, exactly. And that's what they say to her, too. And she's like, once you've had the big C, everything else kind of is put into perspective, which is like very fun until the end of this episode. Samantha goes off the fucking rails again. Shocker. Carrie calls and is like, I can't come. I'm too cold. Which I'm like, honestly, that's the realest thing that Carrie's done. (laughs) I know. And Miranda. I was like, this is relatable, folks. And Charlotte's like, dog shows. And Miranda's like, bitch, I came all the way from Brooklyn and you're downtown and you think it's too cold. And Carrie's like, so Smith is gay? And Miranda's like, fucking no. Well, first of all, Carrie's like, uh, you came from Brooklyn because you would do anything to go back into Manhattan. And Miranda's like, fine, but you owe me a trip to Brooklyn. And then Samantha takes it and she's like, no, he's not gay. You're fine. Stay home where you are. Enjoy and your morning with your hot guy. And he's massaging her feet because they live fake lives. <laughs> mm-hmm. And her legs are lovely. And she stays for four days. He talks her into like a lovely romantic staycation, basically. Because she can't, doesn't do anything. And she doesn't do anything. I finally left the Russian's warm apartment. Came oh, home to the God. tropics. Because her heater... Her f- her furnace is just like running full blast and she realizes she's kind of neglected. Wow. She really just runs through her apartment dropping clothes. Um, she realizes she's kind of neglected things for four days, not being home. And on her answering machine are some messages. And who hmm, who hmm, do we hmm. think the message is going to be from? Whom could they be from? And I do say they because there are multiple and it is indeed Mr. Big. Oh, Mr. Big. And he calls her once. Twice. Twice. 
three, three times. times. And the third time he's like, hey, did I do something to tick you off? Like, it's not like you to ignore me because, of course, God forbid, Carrie not reply to him or have her own life. But why didn't he try her cell phone? Maybe he doesn't have that number. I feel like we've seen her talk to him on a cell phone. Maybe. I mean, that would be the least of the continuity errors in this show. And she, and she Carrie, very to my delight, deletes, 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 deletes. After listening to them, which I love because I was worried, but I also am annoyed because I know that won't be the end. I don't know, Bridget. Uh, Maybe it will. Uh, you're right. Are you are you revisionist historying this right now? Maybe. So. Carrie goes to Brooklyn and remember when Carrie was like, this is just sex. Ha ha. Uh Things are serious with the Russian. She's saying they're drinking wine and the house is like in process, but looks really lovely. And there's a fire going because dare I repeat, it's cold outside. Baby. And Carrie is like, honestly, yeah, she says, um, she tells Miranda about Big and that she deleted the messages and that she just she's like, I understand where I'm at with the Russian. Like he tells me how he feels about me. Things are mature. We talk them out. Unlike He's answering machine up. up there in Napa. And she says, but, you know, she kind of does a hesitation and Miranda's like, OK, there's always a thing. What's the thing? And she's like, well, he doesn't tell me anything about his life. And Miranda's like or about his work. And Miranda's like, I don't tell Steve anything. And Carrie's like, doesn't that bother him? And Miranda's like, no, yeah. I think he prefers it. But we know that's not true. Yep. And Carrie's like, I don't know. I just feel like with your partner, you should be able to share all the things. And Miranda's like, you want passions on top of your passions. Oh, and then Steve comes back and he's the sweetest man alive. He comes yeah. in and he's like, welcome, Carrie. He's so what happy. Do you, hang on. Can we pause real fast? Yeah. What do you think about that that idea Sorry. Carrie has that, like, your romantic partner, like, should also be your best friend and, like, your end-all be-all? Because I actually think that's pretty recent. And I think it's, like, what I want also. But I think it's – I don't know. I think there's I don't know a if lot it's of recent. good the in, like, of- having – Yeah, no. I mean, in terms of, like, like – uh, culturally in terms of like f- 50 years ago you know like there are a lot of people in our parents generation and then certainly their parents who like marriages weren't about like friendship oh, really necessarily yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean like about you know having your interests all line up and like doing things together in that same kind of way that like we now I think want relationships well yeah to be. I think that's part of the reason why we're getting married later Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Um, but it's like, I think we're looking for partners, m- partners more now than we are looking for just like a joint bank account. Death. Well, definitely. Yeah, no, I would agree. But I, I think there's, it, it's interesting, like the difference in their perspectives, you know, like Carrie feeling like, well, and Miranda, of course, has the really sanguine point of saying um, every relationship is different. Right. But. I do think more so people want that than to, but they're also like, I know people who are really strong couples who like do live significant portions of their lives, like pretty separate, you know? I don't think I want, I don't know what I want. I think, 
I think at least it's for like a boyfriend right now. Maybe not a husband because mm-hmm. by that point it's like it's like a different you're sort of a yeah. unit. Yeah. But I feel like agree. I don't want a boyfriend that's uh, I want someone who I can like comfortably bring into my immediate circle but like can also be like a, some I uh, some this isn't a sound bad but like not someone to escape to no I totally but get that. someone to like that I can be like this is th- that is also separate from my group of friends yeah you have like a separate built space yeah totally no that makes sense but also I'm sense. so single I I, I mean same couldn't girl. even tell you what I want in a partner right now which same. is you know I can tell you what yeah. I what I don't want yeah I mean that's constructive and some ways my no radar is extremely fine-tuned let me tell you but the yes one is uh has a hard time coming online sometimes I have like actually not been attracted to anyone in like I just want to have a crush on someone dude and like a real crush not a crush on someone because someone tells me that I should have a crush on someone yeah. I feel like I'm really guilty of that where someone would be like, you should hook up with this person. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I should hook up with this person. And then when mm. I don't hook up with that mm-hmm. person, mm-hmm. Or that person isn't interested in me. I'm like, I'm a pariah. And that takes me like three days. And I'm like, I don't want to hook up with that person either. Yeah. 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 And that's Ugh. what's going on with me. <laughs> and that's that on that folks. Uh, that's what you missed on Glee also. <laughs> so Carrie who is wearing a Mrs. Weasley knitted sweater with her first initial on it. Um, and Steve are having a really sweet, you know, he's like very excited about the house and Carrie's indulging him. And then he kisses Miranda and Carrie's kind of like, Oh, this is lovely. And then she asks, she tells Miranda she wants her to meet the, her Russian. And Miranda's like, cannot wait. And the Yule log, Miranda goes, that log is really heating up the joint, huh? (laughs) They both cackle. I love that Petrovsky just has pomegranates on his counter. Me too. It feels right. I feel like Alexander Petrovsky would know how to open up a pomegranate. You think he puts them in water? He knows the official way. And Carrie's like, I want you to meet my, my friends, my people. And he's like, uh. And she's like, I met your people. He was like, no, you met my coworkers. My friends are in my Europe. My colleagues. My friends are in Europe. Well, my friends are here and they are fantastic. He says, then on Sunday, I'll be happy to meet your fantastic friends. And she's very excited. And she says, FYI, you have a friend in New York, me. And he's like, "Uh, you're not my friend. You're my lover. And that is a much better thing, which is a very clear cut differentiation. Mm -hmm. And he starts to be kissy up on her and she's like no 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 I have to go write my column and he's like he's yeah like, I have no. a really nice computer and she's like I can use your fancy computer and he says and he's like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in exchange for one hour in bed so she's prostituting she's, herself right now um delighted about that what a work schedule this lady runs on should we simply be satisfied uh, mine's it's moving too fast for me Without sharing your world, can even the hottest relationship stop cold? (gasps) (laughs) Or should we simply be satisfied with a relationship that sizzles? Yeah, I couldn't wonder. Without sharing your world, can can even the hottest relationship stop cold? And which is exactly what Brooke just says. (laughs) And when she says cold, it expands to all three monitors that she's working on. Just the word spread across them perfectly. 
Um, Samantha wearing an excellent red bob wig. I love that she has so many wigs. Getting a pedicure, and she hears two like obnoxious socialite gossipy girls behind her talking about like, did you hear Smith Jared's gay? And like this whole time I thought that Samantha Jones was like ha- fucking all the hottest guys in New York. And now I realize she's, she's just, just a, a bag hag is what they say. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which uh, to be fair was quite the term in the early two thousands. I appreciate I'm glad that it's one we don't use anymore. You just said beard though, but I feel like we have to be in order to our ranking of episodes. We have to, yeah, well, sh- I mean, that's what she calls it. She says she's later. She says she's a beard and a wig, which I think is so. That's what funny. Samantha calls it, but these girls actually no. I terms. think, I think she says that when she first sees the photos. Say that again. Um, nothing. Oh, fun! I'll hear it in a few days. So they're at the dog show one day, and it's the big dogs. And Samantha so looks Charlotte's amazing. not out there. This mi- she really this these wig wigs are is, is like fun. Farrah Fawcett with like highlights it, on the front. It, exactly, it's incredible. She's really leaned into this wig thing for how resistant she was at first. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, "Listen, I cannot let it stand that these girls think I didn't have sex." She calls herself a fag hag again, needlessly a few times, and she is kind of obsessing over it. And <clears throat> Carrie is like I she, she's abstaining from their bets on the different dogs because she's like I gotta go backstage and see Charlotte Charlotte and Mario Cantone are blow drying <laughs> Elizabeth it's Taylor so funny and Elizabeth Taylor is just taking it Charlotte has crazy and they're eyes. cooing but Char- but she's she the dog starts doing this kind of like weird squat thing and Mario Cantone also Mario Cantone uses the the word fag which I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's his to do, but I just feel like this episode is just like took a liberty and just ran with it, you know? Oh my God. And then, so it's so terrible. <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor like starts this, so this weird squatty thing and blood starts dripping from she her. She like starts spotting. I didn't realize Basically, that's like sh- what happened when dogs were in heat. I like didn't and realize Carrie it just like the, I know. <laughs> Uh, yeah it, mm. well they just really are quite graphic about it and carrie's like but, should i go get a teeny tiny tampon <laughs> i know people put their dogs in diapers when it happens really but when carrie yeah when carrie first comes over and sees their faces she's like what's going on <laughs> and mario cantone goes the friggin' dog got her period <laughs> <laughs> So Carrie goes back out to, and sits with them and she's like, um, Elizabeth Taylor got her period, which sets up a pretty good bit in this episode where they always refer to the dog by her full name and say ridiculous things that she's doing. And it's just fun to think about Elizabeth Taylor doing those things. Ugh. But then Charlotte takes her out anyway, which is going to be, this is going to, it just, you know, perf- you know, when this risk. is happening, that there's something I bad know. is going to happen. I'm, yeah, we've already gotten the the close up of dripping blood, so let's yeah, see. Yeah, it can only go downhill from here. But Elizabeth Taylor is running beautifully, and Charlotte is also just running gorgeously. I mean, this is a Pantene commercial, <laughs> but she um, makes it to the final five in the small dogs, narrowed it down to the toy poodle champion. This Diamond dog Tico, looks so the Shih Tzu. Derby. Champion Urasaki, the Pomeranian, champion Justy Greystoke, and the King Charles Spaniel, Elizabeth Taylor. And Miranda stands up in like whoops. <laughs> and it's really cute. 
And guess what? Guess what? I bet you can guess. She Charlotte was dripping. a dog show natural oh, she thanks to her blood blue blood her background. Shoe. It's, it's so really terrible. gross. She, but she grabs the, she, I mean, he sees it and there's like a real weird moment. But she like flashes a smile at the judge who clearly thinks she's a cutie. And uh, it, he's, she's, it still works. She wins. <laughs> Which just goes to show women can do anything (laughs) (laughs) on their period (laughs) exactly but uh it's really funny they show charlotte like slow motion running and then zoom in on the judge and they make the background behind him spin in a very early 2000s effect way yeah so a man comes up to samantha after the dog show and he's like listen could i get smith jared's number and she's like Tom, no, I'm fucking him. And he goes, sure you are. And laughs, like really laughs. And then Samantha is not happy. And so they're going to make a fucking sex tape because Samantha's crazy. And I'm also like, I can't believe she talks Smith Jared into this, but also clearly he would do anything for her. I also love that she chooses to use a wig that looks like her actual hair. I know. She says, I need to set the record straight, literally. And she's wearing like a little roby thing. She and, looks like, amazing. A diamond seashell bra thing. I could fuck you all night long, Samantha Jones. She's like giving him script lines. He's like, how are you going to get this around? She says, I'm a PR pro. I know exactly whose hands to drop this into. The very next day, two, two PR girls, girls got, got an anonymous triple X, triple X from FedEx. Okay, so we're going to get more graphic dog and heat shit. <laughs> and uh, Ugh, I like don't even want to watch it again. We can skip through it. Basically, Harry convinces um, Charlotte to let the dog off her lead so she can run around in the dog park, which is also funny that like Charlotte brought her to the dog park just to sit with her in her arms. And then but if but if you knew anything about dogs, you would not do this because <laughs> you don't let a so, dog in heat around other dogs off leash and they all just like basically start like gang they all just they all that's what samantha calls it later i'm pretty sure and she starts like yelling charlotte yells at the dogs which of course does nothing get off hey stay away watch out for the big one they're all dressed up for cocktails with Alexander. God, Miranda looks like fucking great Gatsby. Samantha's wearing a horribly culturally appropriate wig. Yep. Uh, Carrie's in. They're all very dressed to the nines, though. I love the neckline on Charlotte's dress. It's like a it's strapless, but it just has like two little ribbons. That's from like the what of this the, is. The that's neckline. like what the dress for an I was a, the maid of honor in a wedding looked like. Oh, gorgy. And they're waiting for Petrovsky and Carrie gets a call and she's basically like, he can't come. He has to work all night and he can't stop right now. And you know who doesn't like that? Her friends. Mm hmm. They're trying to be kind of understanding, but Carrie's like, "Ugh, I'm disappointed. I wanted you guys to meet him. And they say another time, like they're being sweet. And all of a sudden a waiter, very cute little waiter appears with a bottle of champagne and is like, this uh, cute waiter compliments is very of, cute. So cute. Compliments of Petrovsky uh, with his apologies. So they're like, okay, this is great. And they're like, they get drunk, which is cute, and they're like, maybe we should have this bottle of wine and then go see him, which you're like, ugh, this is a destined 
to fail plan. Not it's good. just not. You know it's not going to be good. This is bad because we know his. He has his own apartment and his own studio, so it just feels like just leave him alone. He just like clearly didn't want to meet them tonight for whatever reason, and you're drunk. Ugh, it's just so, hard to watch. And he opens the door and Carrie kisses him awkwardly and drunkenly. And he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm being spontaneous, which is what he told her to do when he convinced her to stay in bed with him. And she's like, I know you're working. I wanted you to see my friends. She's like, Charlotte, you met. Charlotte's wearing a great coat. Uh, Miranda and Samantha. And they're like, hi. And he is barely controlled, like, smiley and he yeah. says when i say i'm working i'm working okay I, it's I'm very sorry, guys. like I'm very very busy it's but very please like do stay 1950s though like i told you i was working dear yeah but also fairly justified because like he's yes. kind of being a dick for jipping out on dinner but also or on drinks but like also clearly not the move carrie and he does say to them like please enjoy my apartment you know like go over there and hang out and they're like, she's like, do you still want to see the apartment? And Miranda's like, I have to go back to Brooklyn. <laughs> it's late. I have to get back to Brooklyn, which is a phrase I have said many times. It sure is. And they all kind of beg off of it. And they're like, do you want to come back uptown with us? And Carrie's like, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. And so they leave because it was really uncomfortable. And Carrie is alone in the hallway feeling shitty. And Miranda goes home and there's a really sweet scene where she is like, I am so happy to be home. She crawls up on Steve where he's reading on the bed and he's like, oh, you are. And she says, I love you for loving my friends and I love you for new walls, which is really sweet. She's like, and cheesecake cannoli. She's thanking him for all the things he does. They do a really uncomfortable kissing. The two of them just oh, have not mastered that. Well, you know, like I've had, this ex- says, I've had this experience before where like you like are, I feel like it always happens when you're sort of bored in a relationship and you'll like go out with people or like another couple and you'll like see all the, yeah. the flaws that they have and you'll just come back and be like, I'm so appreciative. I'm for- so happy. And, well, he goes, well, if you liked that, you'll love what comes next. And Miranda goes, yeah. And he says, I installed your DSL line today. And she goes, oh, Steve. It's so cute. <laughs> we love to see Steve's so, butt. Miranda is on a very trashy looking website that's like the equivalent of the trashy magazines she reads on the internet. And she clicks on a link and it just straight up pops up the full on sex video of Samantha and it's Smith Jarrett, so which like, funny. so like Miranda is like looking at these sites that are just posting full on sex, celebrity tapes. sex videos. It looks like it's just like tattletale net, but yeah. So a uh, really, really quality news organization right there. Yeah. And Miranda kind of freaks out. Of course. As I would. Yes. So in the morning, um, or late at night, sort of, Carrie wakes up and goes back across to the... The studio. Studio. And she sees Alexander just, like, kind of sitting there pretty upset. And he, It looks she's like, like he's about to do f- some, like, cool, like, multi... Media, media thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. 
but he's she's like is something wrong and he's like I'm fine and she walks over and he looks the most disheveled kind of we've seen him and she's like no I don't actually think you're fine would you talk to me and tell me is it the peace like you can tell me please and he goes and he kind of has a moment what if it's not enough all these pieces in six years and he finally is vulnerable right and it's clearly been weighing heavily on him and explains why he was such a dick and carrie's like it's going to be enough and she says it's true that i don't know anything about the piece but you're you're brilliant brilliant. and you can do this and he's, like, allowing himself to be really vulnerable in front of her, and it's so tender. And he, like, quotes the, that woman with the skinny glasses being like, the world is waiting on bated breath, and Carrie goes, she is an uptight bitch. Which is also, and at, the, at that diner that time, he said back to the woman when she was being so smarmy, he said, you are snide. Which I was like, yes, stand up for Carrie. So they both, I love that they both are, like, in each other's corner. He's- and he says... Yesterday, I looked up, and the entire thing looked so utterly stupid, and I basically just felt like an idiot, you know, and flat and needless and childish. He's been working. There was that scene at the end of an episode where Carrie and he kissed in front of the wall of Chicago lights, lights, basically. And that's what he's been sort of working with. But he's also doing some editing thing on a laptop. It looks cool. Yeah. And Carrie just sits and listens to him. And, like, it's just... It's nice when Russians open up. <laughs> yeah. Not like a crazy eventful episode. No, no, no. And like a little bit of reversion to the pre-Samantha, which I suppose is to be expected. But yeah. it's like the, well, it's sort of, it's like the, not the penultimate episode, but because the last one's a two-parter. No. and But it's like the second to last episode, really. Yeah, it's getting there. And I mean, the the pop-up of big and which you know isn't going to be done there and Miranda although I can see watching this at the time and believing that she had deleted him for good reason you know mm-hmm. um but Miranda like settling into her house in Brooklyn and her life and her all the changes you know and Carrie is like being a really good communicator because she has someone who's communicating with her, you know. Right. Which is so nice. Um, it is. Bridget. Yeah. Who did you resonate with? Hmm. I resonated with Carrie just in the sense of like being knowing when someone isn't uh, opening up to you t- fully. And being frustrated by that, you know, whether it's, like, fair or not, you know? Yeah. Um, Just that frustration of, like, wanting to be in on someone's life. And uh, Miranda, to that, what you were talking about in that sense of, like, not even necessarily just in romantic relationships, although that particularly, but, like, feeling kind of stagnant about something or someone and then seeing getting a different perspective you know or remembering why you like love something or someone so much yeah gratitude i always felt like i remember that would like happen to me in in high school too with my parents um Mm. where i would like Mm -hmm. be mad at them and be like my parents are the worst and then i would like go hang out with other people's parents and be like actually my parents are the best (laughs) yeah so i love you mom and dad my mom who doesn't (laughs) listen and my dad who listens religiously Ugh. 
I miss them. <laughs> they miss you. <laughs> it's kind of you. Uh, who did you resonate with, madam? Um, I resonated with Carrie a little bit because I yeah. al- I always do. Um, and for that reason that I said before, why I resonated with her. Oh, be- not wanting to go out because it's cold. Um, and choosing yeah, that, that was as an excuse. A real good moment. Um, Very. Definitely the Miranda thing that we talked about, but also just like uh, begrudgingly going to Brooklyn. <laughs> uh huh. I that that between borough travel f- is very real. Yeah. For a lot of reasons. What about palpability? Palpability. Yeah. Uh, I think it's pretty palpable. Yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously, some things would shift, and I think. Um, I think the whole sex tape thing would probably happen a little differently. Well, yes. Fucking, you know what they would use? Snapchat. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say Instagram live. (laughs) Oh my God. Snapchat. (laughs) Yeah. Snapchat. It's the, it's the way of the future, everyone. Yes. Um, Darren stars. Darren stars. I give it like a five seven yeah honestly yeah no i'd give it a six probably between like 5.5 yeah i just feel like this this season in general feels so much better to me on so many levels than a lot of the previous ones totally 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 that like it kind of just automatically exists yeah around above five probably but i respect the decisiveness with which you came down on that yeah thank you Six for a lot of reasons. Not the most exciting. Don't love the slur thrown around. Uh, just like no, no some intense, real, gruesome no real visuals. plot momentum. Just sort of plot preparation. No. Yeah, exactly. The feeling of like things being set up to resolve, kind of. Yeah. The denouement. The denouement. Um. Delties upsies damn. and delties downsies. I was just going to say, I think it's, we've come to that point. You want to, you want to go? Can you talk to me? Can you, can you, can you tell me what's up? I can talk. I can talk. I can bicker. I can talk. I can talk, 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 (laughs) talk, bigger, bigger, bigger. (laughs) Anyway, um, (laughs) hashtag the music man coming to Broadway this season, starring the greatest showman, Hugh Jackman. Um, once again, folks. You heard it here <laughs> first. Um, I my delta up is that my neck has healed really quickly from my car accident, um, and so I like and Bruce, Brucey baby. Uh, yeah, so my scars are like much 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 better, and Good. um, I've gotten to spend a lot of time with Kyle, which has been really nice. My delta down is that Kyle is. How was his show? Oh, he's just the most talented person. He I really, he really, and my really brother is. are the two people that like as soon as I see them on stage, I start weeping. And <laughs> yeah. I like it, it. happened, and I was like, oh, I, I guess uh-huh. I guess I love him that much. <laughs> um, I could have told you that. I love him so much. He's the best. And my delta down is that he's leaving. <laughs> yeah, when? Like Monday. Oh. Um, well, what are you doing sitting here on the Skype with me? Hey, I love you too. I know, I love you no too. No one's going to cry more than me when you get your black belt and I'm there. 
God, I can't wait. I hope that we're like, no, I, I don't hope this because like, I think you have, you're going to get it in more than like 15 years. But like, what a gift would that be to have us be 40 and me just like sobbing. Fuck yeah. Oh my God. Oh man. I want it. Wow. Um, what about you? Me? Me. Uh, my Delta up is that. When I leave work, it's light out, mm. and I ordered some things on sale at ASOS today. Oh, tis the season. And, yep, I just, again, every six months, I'm like, oh, I should go check it out. Um, and uh, the week is almost over, and it's been kind of a quiet one, which is nice, and jujitsu is great, and, you know, am I Delta down? What's my Delta down? Oh, I'm just tired. I've been slowly trying yeah. to get more sleep, which is like both good for me. And I think just I've subsisted on so little for so long that my body is it's like, what is happening? And it's disorienting in the mornings. I get um, that. And also, you know, just sometimes brain things mm. are hard. Mm-hmm. That's all. Mm-hmm. Brooke, where, um, where, uh, you know, I, 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 just want to know where I can find you. Oh yeah, on social media. Oh yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Um, you can find for sure, me for sure, for sure on Snapchat at Brookie Monster Nine. <laughs> <laughs> first things first. You can find me on Twitter at Brooke underscore Wiseman. You can find me on Instagram at Brooke Wiseman no underscore. And if you put the underscore, I will leave you a five minute voicemail that's just me vocal frying. <gasps> That sounds like a punishment for you also. <laughs> yes. You're right. Uh, mutually you? assured destruction right there. Could I find um, you anywhere if I wanted? I don't know. Could you? I don't know. Tell um, me. <laughs> you could take your cute little thumbs and type away. Uh, Twitter, Mrs. Burmacklin. Instagram, Bridget M37. Uh, collectively... Importantly, we, we are, are at Spot, Spot Podcast. Podcast at Twitter and Gmail and Instagram and all the things. <laughs> all the things, really. Oh, and on um, Facebook please. at Splat the Podcast if you're hanging out over there. Oh, yeah. Please we rate We haven't been posting that much on and we'll be better. No. Well, I mean. I'll be better. You know. I'm just going to start going fucking rampant. I can't, I can't say anything on that because I literally never go on Facebook. So. Oh, I met um, on Instagram and Twitter. Oh, Instagram. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. Gonna, I'm about to I'm step up. Too. I'm about to step up my game for you beautiful babies. That's right. You whip out that stool, baby. Step up to the streets. Um. Anyway, that's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And do not forget, you heard it here first. And rate, review, subscribe. Hear that, too. <laughs> I said it. I said it. Okay. Love you. Bye. Bye. 